Before we get into today's podcast, here is two ways that I can help you out completely for free on how to lose fat forever and do it while enjoying the process. Firstly, book in your free Fat Loss Forever Blueprint call. This is where I'm going to help you map out the next six months completely free. How to eat, how to sleep, how to train, all that stuff. You can do that at andrewmarshamfitness.com forward slash AMF strategy session. Also, link will be in the description. Next, I can give you a free custom meal plan to get the ball rolling with your nutrition. Go to andrewmarshamfitness.com forward slash meal dash plan dash application. Again, link will be in the description. And if you want to know more about our AMF four-hour workout week program and where I will help you guarantee you get a life-changing result over the next six months and lose fat forever, that's andrewmarshamfitness.com forward slash get dash fit dash fast. Again, linked in the description. Let's get into today's episode. I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day to day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham. Today, we're going to be covering how to shed all unwanted flab in less than six months without giving up your favorite foods or eating cardboard. That is going to be the topic at hand today. Now, I'm going to get a bit of, bit of, bit of engagement in the chat box here going first. So let me hear it in the chat box before we get started. What is one food that you cannot live without, no matter how fat and how calorie dense what is one food that you cannot live without let me hear them in the chat box below um i'm going to start with mine <laughs> mine's just very easy chocolate i cannot live without chocolate <laughs> somebody throwing some options in there let's see them let's see them um bacon for andrew to, to be fair andrew if you get the bacon medallions out you can make a pretty good go of that um, those those come in not too bad. Sports mixture from Matt Knowles. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I'm more of a more of a fruit gums guy myself, Matt. But I do I do enjoy it. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate crisps. You know we've got we're, we're hitting all the classics here. <laughs> but that's what it's all about. Now, and I'm going to be debunking some some myths on bad foods and things like that today as well. Um, so we're going to be kind of getting into things. So. What are the foods that you must avoid? Now, this is a this is a, a this is almost a trick question. Every single food that everyone put in the chat there, um, chocolate biscuits, sweets, crisps, everything. There is no such thing as a bad food. We've all been told, or have all been these have all been deemed probably bad foods. There is no such thing. A bad food does not exist. Food is simply fuel. It is simply energy. It is simply calories. And it's simply a combination of macronutrients. Something myself and actually Matthew, who's just joined the call, um, ran through yesterday on, on one of our calls. The reality is there is no such thing as a bad food. Only too much of it. And I'll put it into this context. And this is the way I like to view it. Someone says to you, Andrew, or, or someone comes up to you and says, Big Mac's bad for you, right? Okay, 
I'll, I'll accept that. But in what context? If all you had over the course of a seven-day period was a Big Mac, would that be deemed bad for you? <laughs> I would certainly say it would be better than nothing. So in that context, it would be good for you. Now, again, you have to take context into consideration. If you're having it every day, if you're having foods that are pushing you over your, your, your calorie maintenance for that day, then that's going to be deemed a potentially bad food. But it's more the fact that it's just more dense in calories. It's not necessarily bad. No food in and of itself is fattening. And no food in and of itself is fat burning. They all have to be taken into context. Everything across the board. You have to take into consideration what you're actually taking in on a daily and weekly basis on, on a, a calorie basis to actually take these into account. Now, you may have heard this before. Most people will have. Shouldn't we eat clean? Well, can someone actually define clean eating? What actually is clean eating? There is actually no definition. And it isn't just washing your food with fairy liquid. <laughs> there is no actual definition of clean eating. You can still overeat and gain weight on quote-unquote clean foods. You look at something like, let's say, peanut butter. Peanut butter, almond butter, maybe even some mixed nuts. These would be deemed clean foods because they're whole, they're natural, they're healthy, they're single ingredient. But the reality is, I don't know if any of you have ever actually took a set an actual serving size of peanut butter, but it's very, very disappointing. <laughs> it is extremely disappointing. Everyone thinks a teaspoon of peanut butter is about this size. It's about, well, about the size of my hand. It's about this size, and it's got like 200 calories in it. But in a fat loss situation, that would actually more likely be detrimental than something like a Mars bar <laughs> that may only have, you know, just under 200 calories in it. So... Again, this is why we here at AMF focus on flexible nutrition. There are literally zero foods off limits. There is nothing off limits on this program. You should never be ruling out certain food groups unless you have some sort of intolerance or allergy to them or they do not process well. That is the only reason that you should be ruling out a certain food group, not because you're going on a diet or not because this X food group told you that you couldn't have it. It's nonsense. It is complete and utter nonsense. Food is simply energy. And it's energy in versus energy out. It's as simple as that. So again, we encourage people on the program to actually go out once per week and enjoy a meal of their choosing. Go out and enjoy your life. Keep yourself sane. Every single week I will go out and have a takeaway or a meal out or something along those lines, unless I'm really deep into something like a photo shoot prep. But throughout the course of the week, I'm generally going to go and enjoy a meal. And someone telling you that you should cut out carbs to lose weight or cut out fat to lose weight or cut out this to lose weight is simply a lazy way of doing it because all you're doing is cutting out a food group or a certain food in order to create that calorie deficit. Now, I'm actually doing something at the moment. You may or may not have seen this. Um, it's a pretty stupid idea, and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Um, I am currently um, doing a photo shoot prep and I'm consuming a Krispy Kreme donut every single day. Somebody's just unmuted themselves. That's better. Um, I am currently doing a photo shoot prep and eating a Krispy Kreme donut every single day. To prove that, these foods are not fattening. 
as long as you're matching the calories, as long as you're taking the plan into account on a daily basis, you can still lose fat, you can still get in shape, and you can still get healthy. Period. End of story. So how should we actually eat? To me, you may or may not be familiar with this term. Those in the program will be more familiar with it. But flexible nutrition is king, in my opinion. There are some core principles, however, that must be followed to, in order for this to be successful, in order to, to actually promote health, longevity, and overall quality of life, which is really what we're aiming towards here. Hitting at a calorie and protein target on a daily basis. Now, for those who are a client, that is built into your plans on a daily basis. You have that there, you have the calories, you have the protein target, you have the carbohydrates and fats there as well. Everything's laid out. But for the bare minimum and for those looking to make a start, hitting a calorie and a protein target on a daily basis is key. And there's a, there's a fun fact here that no two diets have ever been shown to be superior to, to anything else when the calories and the protein are equated. Or that should, sorry, I should say no one diet. No one diet has ever been proven to be superior when calories and protein are equated in scientific studies. That simply means that you need to find a diet. A diet is just the food you eat. That's, that's all that is. It's not anything. It's not like a fat loss phase. <laughs> I hate the word diet. <laughs> but diet is, then choosing a diet should all come down to the person. Do you enjoy keto? Do you enjoy low carb? Do you enjoy eating whatever? Finding a diet that you can stick to that matches to the calorie and protein target that you're supposed to be hitting on a daily basis in order to actually get the result, i.e. fat loss, that's more important than the diet itself. There's a, a million different ways you can do it. Again, there's some key, key principles here that I do recommend that will be beneficial for you moving forward. So 80% of the diet should, in theory, come from whole natural healthy foods. That is an arbitrary number, to be perfectly honest, but it is a good ballpark. You should be looking to, to consume 80% of your diet from single ingredient, whole natural healthy foods. Anyone who's on the plan knows that the vast majority of our recipes are made from scratch with these ingredients, with foods. That does not mean it needs to be bland. That does not mean you never need to use seasoning. That does not mean you never need to, to eat, uh, eat chicken and rice for the rest of your days. Absolutely no way. Um, but again, just getting creative. There's loads of recipes in my YouTube for anyone who hasn't actually seen these yet. There's plenty over there to choose from. Now, again, protein source to every single meal. Are you having a lean protein source at every single meal, be it ch chicken, beef, fish, whey protein, a protein bar, something along those lines? That's going to help keep you on track satiation-wise and help promote fat loss and lean muscle gain, which is what we want. Meal prep is also key to success. Getting ahead of the game, getting ahead of your week. We all know what happens when Monday through Friday hits. Monday through Friday, you're stressed. You don't have time. You're, you're, you're doing anything you can just to grab something on the go. We've all been there. That's how life is lived. Monday through Friday can be a bit of a lottery. <laughs> so making sure you're prepared, making sure you're set up for success is what really drives your results in the long term. And again, creating a structure and a plan of action is what's going to allow you to, to be successful. So let's get into how do you actually shed all that unwanted flab? So flab, specifically belly flat, um, is always the last to go. Always the last, especially in males. So when it comes to getting rid of the excess, you have to find something that you can go hard enough for long enough. And that is what she said for anyone who watches The Office. <laughs> um, but you do have to find a diet that you can actually go on 
long enough and hard enough to actually get all that excess belly fat off. And the vast majority of the population, they underestimate how much body fat you have to lose. That is just a reality that I see having worked with hundreds of people over the years. You, a lot of people drastically overestimate how or underestimate, sorry, how much body weight they actually have to get off in order to, to start seeing that belly fat coming off, that unwanted flab that you kind of see at the bottom. It's always the last to go. It's always the most difficult. And there's nothing that you can do to specifically target it. Zero. It's physically impossible. People often say, oh, can I do some ab workouts? Can I do some core work? That is not an option. It's not something that's physically possible. It's not something you can do in order to get results. The only way that you're going to get rid of that additional belly fat is, as I said, by going long enough for hard enough on the diet. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So what is the solution here? If you have 30, 40 plus pounds to lose, this is going to be a six to 12 months journey. Now, that must mean, or that means that you must find an approach that you can actually sustain for a period of time and stick to and enjoy the process. There is no substitutes here. If you go on a diet, you're only setting yourself up for, for a failure. That's it. And this is why we focus so drastically on loving the process, having no foods that are off limits, and actually doing things and workouts that you actually enjoy. Because when you enjoy the process, you can go the distance. You can go the 6, 12, 24 months. What we teach here is how to sustain this for a 30 to 40 year time horizon. Anyone who joins this program and who's on it just now as a client knows fine well that if they're not doing this or not joining this program to do this for the rest of your life, it's a total waste of time. And any fitness coach who sells you anything otherwise is, is just a, a scam artist trying to sell you in a program for a few months. I only believe in selling someone a solution that's going to last a lifetime. That's my personal stance on it, but I'm very firm on it. So here's an important point. 98% of diets fail. <laughs> it's a crazy statistic. 98% of diets fail after two years. After two years, 98% of people have not only regained the weight, I'm not sure the percentages, but the vast majority have actually gained more than when they started. And many of you who have been, have been on a fat loss phase or a diet as such have probably seen this. You lost 10 pounds and gained back 12. You lost the 12 and gained back 15. You lost the 15 and gained back 18. And that vicious cycle just continues to, to stack up over time and compound in the wrong direction. So unless you are shifting behaviors and choices for the rest of your life, you're wasting your time. You're completely wasting your time. Unless you're looking at this from a lens of how do I actually create a process? How do I actually create routines, habits, and a structure that I can do for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Unless you're looking for that solution, you're just going to be putting a plaster on the problem again. It's getting lean for that holiday. It's getting lean for that wedding, that event. And then it's falling away again for three months down the line. And it's a vicious cycle that only continues to get worse over time. Here's something that's not talked about. No, Virtually no fitness coaches talk about it. It's very rarely something that comes up, but it's something we really do enforce with our clients who are with us for those six, 12-month time periods. Getting rid of all that unwanted flab may not be possible to do in one go. 
it may not be a case of doing it in one 12-week period, one 14-week period, even one four-month, five-month period. But if we start to look at a six to 12-month time horizon, that then becomes more realistic. It may take actual periods of what's called a diet break. Now, this may be a, a totally new concept to some people. Um, this is where you actually take a two to four week period where you step back from the immediate fat loss goal. This is two to four weeks where you're actually raising your calories in order to maintain your weight. The goal isn't to regress and start gaining again. The goal is actually just to maintain weight for two weeks and give you the legs to keep on going. What you tend to see in these diet break cycles, I should have had my whiteboard for this. I forgot to bring it and I'm not going to go and get it just now. <laughs> Next time. But when you go through these short diet breaks of two to four weeks, what happens? Your metabolism gets raised up. You actually start to burn more calories. You actually be, are able to maintain your weight and more calories and you can start dieting again. What happens is over time, so many people start losing fat the calories go to the floor, you go in Herbalife or you go in Isogenics or you go in something like that, or the Cambridge diet, whatever's popular, and it's 1,200 calories. Okay, perfect. You're going to lose weight for a period of time. What happens when you plateau? What happens when you're no longer losing weight in 1,200 calories? Do you go to 1,000? Do you go to 900? If you're a grown man at 85, 90 plus kilos, that is going to be very, 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 very difficult. And the whole reason that we lose fat in the first place isn't to lose fat, it's to feel better, it's to look better, it's to have more energy. It's all of the things that the fat loss gives you that you're actually on the diet or on the fat loss phase for. And then going on 800, 900 calories a day just completely turns that into a pointless exercise because you're hungry, you're low in energy, you're starving, and you're tired again which is just a complete waste of time. So here's how a diet break may actually look. And this is how it's looked kind of for some of the guys and girls that we've worked with over the years. An example may look like 16 weeks of, you know, you're focusing and getting leaner. The goal is to lose fat every, you know, every single week. That's what we're pushing towards. But 16 weeks in, we take a step back for two weeks. We actually increase calories and ease off in the workouts a little. Then we go again for 12. Then we're taking a step back off for two and then back on for eight and then back on for four. Now, these numbers are arbitrary. Again, I'm just laying these out as, as, as a rough, very rough guideline. But this is not typical. This is typical of what you can actually see. But this then gives you a period of, what, 28, 34, you know, 40-ish weeks of dieting or 48 weeks of, 40-odd uh, odd weeks of losing fat within a, a year time frame. Now, that may sound like a long time, but there's probably a lot of people on this call who have not been where they want to be for one year, three years, five years, 10 years. I wasted the first three to four years of my training, completely wasted it. <laughs> Absolute, no, honestly, if it, I would pay tens of thousands of pounds for the time back and I don't see that lately. It was a total waste of time. If it took you six to 12 months to hit your fat loss goal, but you'd done it in such a manner that you could actually maintain it. You had the skills, you had the knowledge, and you were eating a reasonable amount of calories. You are in an amazing place. There's someone on the call just now, Paul, um, who's a client. He reached his goal weight. We started increasing calories. He's now at a place where he's lean. He's happy. He's lost, correct me, Paul, if I'm wrong, but close to 40 pounds. Um, and he's, he's, the way he wants to be at eating a decent amount of food. And we've done that strategically where we're actually starting to increase the food he's eating and the calories he's consuming. 
And doing things like this is what's going to give you the longevity in the legs to actually sustain the result for more than the three months, more than the four months. Because again, you're just going to end up in the hamster wheel. Again, it's a newer concept. It's old, the research has only come out maybe the last two or three years, but a lot of trainers, for whatever reason, still don't utilize these today. Now, this process implemented correctly means a few things. More muscle, a higher metabolism, more sustainability to weight loss, and a higher chance of success in the long run. And if you're doing it for anything in the long run, this isn't the call for you. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm not the eight-week fat loss guy. I'm not the three-week fat loss challenge guy. Um, and it's really this that's going to get all that unwanted flab off. Not more cardio and more Herbalife shakes. These are just going to lead to that vicious cycle continuing. Here's the truth about fat loss and one of the most underestimated tools that there is. Non-exercise activity, which is simply anything that's exercise that is not, anything that burns calories that is not exercise, actually makes up around 20% of your calories burned for the day. Exercise makes up around 10. So just looking at that stat alone, what you do outside of the gym is just as, if not more important than what you do inside, workout in general. So how do we build this into a daily habit? In a nutshell, it literally means get the steps up. <laughs> Keep a very conscious eye on your step count. You will lose more fat through continual walking than you will in a, the space of a workout. Now, a workout has other benefits, such as improving body composition, increasing your actual metabolic rate, building muscle. It's not something you just cut out. But looking at the grand scheme of things in the zoomed out picture, getting your steps in and increasing that non-exercise to such activity throughout the day is absolutely essential for overall fat loss. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. I highly recommend going three 10 to 15 minute brisk walks a day. We call it the three by 15 method. Um, and if you can do it after your meals, absolutely perfect. If you can do three 15-minute walks, brisk walks after your breakfast, lunch, and dinner on a daily basis, you're going to put yourself in a really good spot to lose fat. It's going to improve your digestion, help your blood sugars and things like that as well. There's so many things that, that, that this can be used for that are actually over and above just the benefit of the fat loss itself. And again, there's a, there's a guy in the program, David, who's actually lost more than 20 kilos using this strategy and nutrition alone. No, 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 no real workouts. Just just simply this walking strategy and the right nutrition. And he's lost over 20 kilos. So let's touch on workouts. And I'm just going to touch on some frameworks. Again, there's a hell of a lot of misconceptions when it comes to fat loss and workouts. The most bang for your buck thing you can do when it comes to fat loss is resistance training, is weights. It's simple as that. There is nothing more effective than lifting weights for losing fat and getting lean. Period. End of story, conversation over. And there's a simple framework that we kind of follow with, with, with what we recommend to everyone. Resistance training, following a plan for 12 to 16 weeks at a time, four to six exercises per session, three, set the workouts and get better. Make sure you're improving every single week in three to five days per week. Something in that range, if you can do that consistently, is going to seriously drive results. Again, the consistency is king. The improvement is king. I speak to people all the time. Andrew, I've been doing the same workouts. I've been doing X, Y, Z for the last two years, last year, last three years, insert time frame here. Nothing's really changed. What have you changed? 
well, nothing really. I've been doing, doing the same things for three years. There's your, there's your, there's your problem. <laughs> your body is, is, is ab, an absolute machine at adapting. It's very, very good at adapting. So unless you're actually pushing yourself to drive improvement, to, to drive progress, to drive change, nothing's going to happen. That's why we specifically ask everyone to log all their workouts, to track their progress, to make sure they're adding that one rep, that one set, that one extra pound on the, the, the bar every single week. Because that's truly what's going to drive results. And that continuous improvement with a solid structure for 12 to 16 weeks, not changing your workout every week or every second week or every month. There's no consistency. There's no focused direction. There's no focused effort with, with changing things up every week or every month. Get, so, get something consistent down and get focused and improving for a 12 to 16 week time period. That's what's going to drive the results. So this is one huge mistake I see nine to fivers making when trying to get fat. <laughs> and it's, I'll get that later on. I'll hit that later in the week. Procrastination is the biggest killer of dreams and goals that there is out there. A huge mistake I see is people leaving it to the last minute. After a long, stressful work day and week, the last thing anyone wants to do is backload everything, where you're doing everything on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's why I developed something called the two-hour GSD morning. You may or may not be familiar with it. It's two hours of solid work first thing in the morning when there's no distractions. This is a brief look at how it's put together. You can take as much or as little from this as you want. But if you're someone who's always busy, who's always on the go, who's always got a, 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 you know, a, a built-out calendar, I highly recommend doing this. Up, no snooze button, one alarm. I use an app called Alarmy, which is just alarm with a, a Y at the end. So it's literally just that there. Alarmy. That's that's all it's called. You actually you can set it to, to take a photo of something when you get up. <laughs> so you can set it as like the bathroom sink or something like that. It's a small tip, but it, but it can be very helpful for those who like the snooze button. One alarm, no snooze button. It's actually been shown that you become more tired the more things you, the more times you hit snooze as well. And it's actually detrimental to your performance throughout the day. For those who rely on performance in their job and their work, the more you snooze, the, the snooze you lose. It's as simple as that. Next, I do a couple of minutes of journaling, go straight into a contrast shower. This is done, this is simply contrasting temperatures. So 60 seconds warm, followed by 30 seconds freezing cold. <laughs> it is absolutely electrifying first thing in the morning i get out of bed and 10 minutes later i'm flying for the day it's more of a boost than a coffee or anything along those lines a double espresso this is one of the most powerful things that allows me to be productive first thing in the morning i highly recommend it to every everyone it's not the best thing in the world if you're in scotland in december but <laughs> it is what it is um, and it's something i would recommend to almost everyone now, next one, hydrate. You are dehydrated when you wake up in the morning, period. <laughs> Get at least 500 milliliters of water in a day and buy one of these. This is a liter bottle. This does not leave my side all day. It's just something that will knock out throughout the day. But you getting in 500 to, to, to one liter, 500 mils to one liter of water first thing in the morning should be a major priority. Again, it's going to be actually more... Uh, more, what's the word? 
I'm trying to think of a word for waking up. <laughs> it's going to alert you more than, than drinking that double espresso. Gets you hydrated, gets you productive, gets you fired up for the day. If you're tired when you get up in the morning, if you're groggy, that is common. It is not normal. It's common. It's not normal. That's not how you should feel first thing in the morning. And again, we can sort the, the sleeping things. that I will probably cover sleep and rest and recovery in the, set, in the next masterclass in a couple of weeks' time. But this is more the front end kind of waking up. Fuel your body with protein, making sure you're getting a good protein source in first thing. Carry out your biggest personal goal task. Now, for me, this is getting some work done, getting a, a specific work task done. I'm a business owner, so I can schedule my days to my, my own standard. I get that. But when I was in my nine to five, if, when I had set hours, I'd done my workouts. That to me, I, I was my number one asset at all times and always will be. So I will work on myself first, biggest personal task in some sort of workout or exercise, whether it's a walk, whether it's your workout, could be anything. Just get something ticked off. This then front loads your day and gives you a chance. I used to get up at 4 a.m. and do this so that I could be in work for 7.30, having done a work task and having done my workout. Whatever works for you, try and get an hour ahead. Something like this will make a huge difference to how successful your days are. Successful mornings mean successful days. Successful days are successful weeks, and the story goes on from there. But it all stems off from getting off your day in the right foot. All of this here. Now, you do not get back time. <laughs> that's one thing that I've learned <laughs> it's not, not a huge realisation but if you're stuck, if you're struggling and cannot move forward, it's time for some help I wasted literally three to four years of my life in this and I'd, I'd genuinely pay tens of thousands of pounds for it back now for anyone who's a client um, that's you're more than welcome to leave at this point I'm just going to kind of touch on a little bit about what the programme's all about for anyone who's on the call and isn't a client. More than welcome to stay, of course, but I'm just going to be touching on some core principles about what we actually do here. And if it's of interest to you, perfect. Um, if, it, if it's not, no problem at all. Um, but what do we actually promise? So the AMF promise. Give us, more, give us six months and we'll give you this. More energy for your kids and family. More confidence. Happier. Healthier. Adding 10 to 20 years to your life. No longer wasting hours of your week. Fully tailored plan and structure, a coach to walk you through the process, and no more confusion around your workouts, nutrition. And again, something I touched on at the start of the call, a lifelong education. That's key. Anyone who comes in this program, if they're not here to sustain this for the next 30, 40 years, they're not in the right place. It's as simple as that. And I'll tell someone straight up if I don't think that's what they're there for. Who that's worked for. This works for people who want to lose fat and have limited time. Fed up of short-term fixes and fad diets that do not work. You can be day one, you can be year 10. It does not matter. This system can be applied to literally any situation. Who this is not for, <laughs> and I will highlight this to the cows come home. I do not work with bodybuilders. I do not work with fitness professionals. I do not work with people who... Um, cannot commit 40 minutes four times per week to their health. And anyone who's not coachable and blames others for their health. <laughs> As a side note. Now, what kind of results can you expect? There's a few guys in this call that are actually on this, this wall here. Paul's one of them. Um, £35 down for Paul, 55 for Alan, Scott at 38, Reese at 35 in the bottom, Shannon at 12, and then James at 24 in 10 weeks. All people who've lost fat forever. And the goal is that you're not here to regain this weight. 
we're not we're aiming to become the two percent who succeed here. So what do you actually get? Online one-to-one coaching, personal training in your pocket, fully instructional workouts, customized meal plans with instructional recipes, two weekly webinars, one of which you're on, <laughs> and where you get all your questions answered, of course, access to the Facebook group with a support of you know like-minded individuals, and access to the membership site where you're actually getting hundreds of hours of educational videos and a range of topics top to bottom. The truth about weight loss, again, I covered this a touch, but there's so much misinformation and garbage out there. People want you to buy skinny teas. People want you to buy isogenics and shakes. They're flashing the pan tactics. All they do is leave you worse off, and they're going to come back with a vengeance further down the line. Some of you may or may not have experienced this before. Shakes, Cambridge diets, starvation diets, they all end with the same outcome. You rebounding. That's, that's all they lead to. The problem, most people treat finding a solution like a one-night stand. <laughs> There's an end date. I can't wait till this is over. It's a fling. When it comes to losing fat forever, you have to look at choosing a lifelong partner with your nutrition and training. There is no substitute. And you only do that by finding something you actually enjoy and can stick to. If your fat loss journey is, is a torturous process of p- punishing yourself with workouts and eating bland, boring foods that you don't enjoy, it's just going to fail. And at that point, it's just pointless. It's the 21st century. We do not need to do that anymore. So this is how we set things up. This is kind of our system, if you like. The S3 system for workouts. Short, sharp, and strength. Four workouts a week using the S3 system. They're short, they're sharp, and they're strength-based workouts. Four 40-minute intense workouts is more than enough each week to drive serious progress. Flexible nutrition. Again, I'm not going to touch in in depth on this slide because I did do a bit on the start. But at the end of the day, there are no foods off limits. You have to find an approach that works for you. It doesn't mean that we're going to just, you know, eat Krispy Kreme donuts all day (laughs) and get results. But we do have to find a balance of enjoyment and actually sticking to something. Accountability. All the information that you could ever need to lose fat and get fat is out there. Everything. Everything is free. And available right now. It's on this call. You'll get it for free on my YouTube. You'll get it for free in my Instagram and my LinkedIn. Everything that I teach is out there for free. But for whatever reason, some don't take action. Overwhelm the next Monday, lack of consequence, all play into that. That's why we have weekly check-ins, assessments, and track everything inside the app. And again, the information is useless unless you can actually apply it. This will save you literally a fortune in time and money. When you give the program a go, you're going to save yourself wasting thousands of pounds and hours. I wasted obscene amounts of money over the over the over the years on useless products, pills, powders, potions, PTs who only count reps and don't give you nutrition plans for whatever reason. Biggest failure of the fitness industry in my eyes, but whatever. <laughs> and I, I, again, I literally spent years of my life studying YouTube videos, reading articles and flicking through the next downloadable, downloadable PDF. You're going to cut all that out. So the next steps. For anyone who, who's, who's found this valuable and wants to actually see if we can help them, there's some next steps to take. I'm going to stick a link in the chat box. Get yourself booked in. This is a chance to get for me to get to know you, understand if I can actually help. I will get a feel for what you require from myself, from the team here. The call is free. You either leave with some valuable information or you become part of our incredible community. 
It's not a sales call. We're here to actually see if we can help you, period. End of story. I'm not here to force anyone onto my program. So if you want to know more, I'm going to stick a link in the chat box for anyone else. Oh, that's supposed to be a private message. For anyone else who's a client, you obviously don't need to do that. <laughs> You're already on board. But there's a link in the chat box. I will also send it via email for everyone who was on this. If you want to take some next steps, shoot me a message, drop me a DM, let me know how I can help. There's plenty of people on this call who are on the program and will back up the results. Um, and if you are ready to take the next step, I'm looking forward to seeing some of you on the program. If not, I do hope you've found something valuable. Um, stick a thumbs up in the chat if you took something away or if you found this, this valuable this evening, if there was something you learned. Um, by all means, let me know if it was if it was something that, that, that was helpful for you. Um, and if there's, Scott, appreciate the thumbs up. Um, if there's anything else I can do for you, you know where to find me on social media, via email, whatever. Get in touch. Um, but that's all I have for this evening. As I said, that link I've put in the chat, if you want to take the next steps, book in a call, have a look at what we do, and we'll take it from there. Um, again, thank you all for attending tonight. I do appreciate your time, effort for showing up. Um, really do appreciate it and hope you have enjoyed it and took something from it. And if there's anything I can do um, to, to help anyone, please let me know. Um, Andrew, thank you very much. Um, and hope you all enjoyed it. The rest of you, have a great week. And again, we'll be, we'll be doing this again in two weeks' time for anyone who's not on board. Um, and for anyone who wants to, to, to join the next one, we'll be looking out for some topics there. Um, but hopefully you all enjoyed it. See you all later on. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Fitness for 9 to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown-ass human being. You have a job, maybe two kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at andrewmarsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.